Hello, come on in. Welcome to Conversation Matters. How can I help you? Oh, absolutely. Do you have your prescription with you? Thank you. Alright. Chronic pain? I do have a certified conversationalist available. If you'd like, you can leave your jacket there on the rack. I've already let him know that you're here. You can take your prescription and go right through that door. He's ready for you. Hi, good afternoon. Come on in. Do you have your prescription? Can I see it? I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, this... No, 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 no. Come on in. Don't be embarrassed. No. No, no, no. I take chronic pain very seriously. Um, I'll let you in on a little secret. I happen to know... Some very close people in my life that deal with chronic pain on a daily basis. and It's not something to be made fun of or mocked. or And it's not supposed to be anything that you should be embarrassed about. Please sit down. Make yourself comfortable. So it's fibromyalgia. Okay. Fibromyalgia. Well, there's a lot of different chronic pain issues out there. Some people have, you know, constant joint pain from arthritis. Some people have, you know, chronic back pain. Mm-hmm. I know, I know all about fibromyalgia. I know so many people who have that issue. And I, I have to be honest, my heart literally bleeds for them and I'm not just saying that I've seen it take a person and just break them down and it's heart wrenching it really is but if I can give you one glimmer of hope I do know some people with fibromyalgia now I'm not saying that they're a special case but they do work take care of their families live a relatively normal life they've just I don't know if it's force of will or the symptoms aren't as bad for them in particular but they have managed to cope with it and they do lead a full life and and I and I hope that for anybody that suffers from it I I know it's scary and it's debilitating and it's frightening. But I also know the human spirit is is indomitable. Courage. Courage will sustain a broken body. I've said that so many times in my own life, my own experiences. I've lived it. I've breathed that. Courage will sustain a broken body. You can overcome pain. You just have to learn 
how to cope with it. And it's not easy. It probably doesn't help that I keep mentioning it while I'm sitting here talking to you. It might be better if we talked about something else. Anything else. Because I've noticed that these sessions in Conversation Matters help people because they can forget about their problems. Forget about all the worries of the outside world. They can sit down, relax, get comfortable, ease back into their chair, their couch, their bed, turn the lights down, put on their headphones, and get some relief, some rest. And that's the idea behind this conversation to bring you in closer to literally bring you in as close as I can get and soothe your worries and your pain with my voice to allow you a moment's peace in a harsh ugly world Things aren't always easy in the world around us. Sometimes we face adversity, tribulations, problems that are out of our scope, out of our control. And we feel broken, broken down, beaten. We feel lost. Have you ever felt lost? Like there's no meaning to anything. There's no reason to go forward. And then you meet somebody like me, good old Dr. Andrew Michaels. He just, he, he looks you over and he just wants to make you smile. He just wants to make you laugh. He just wants to make you happy. <laughs> he can't stop trying because... He's been there. He's seen it. He knows it. And he doesn't want anyone to go around in discomfort and pain and sadness. We find ourselves sometimes hoping for the best and wishing things would be better. And there's no easy answers. I can't fix your problem. I can't take it away from you. I can't lift your worries off your heart. But I can be there for you. I can listen. There's nothing wrong with listening. Even in the face of failure. An engineer learns from his mistakes. You can build a better mousetrap by learning from the mistakes. And you can improve design by taking in the data 
you understand why you failed in the first place. You're never really alone when somebody's willing to put out a hand to help you. You're not alone. You know in your heart there are others like yourself. Some are near where you live and some are far, far away. It's a grand world we live on, a big, huge blue marble. And all over the globe there are people who are just like you. They don't look like you, they're not as tall, they're not as short. They don't even speak the same language. But in many ways, they're just like you. They got a diagnosis. They got the results. And they had to make a decision to let this thing define them, to rule over them, or they had to learn how to cope with it how to deal with it, and how to combat it. I don't know if it's good to introduce elements of combat into every aspect of your life, but if you learn to fight back, you'll find you don't have to fight that often. Once things in life learn that you are willing to put up a fight, these same things tend to not pick on you as much. It's true. And if you refuse to let a disease or a debilitating chronic illness control you and define you as a human being, you'll find that it recedes a little more every day back into the depths of your mind and your psyche. I don't know if I want to call it faith healing, but there is a huge power in the placebo. If you get out of bed every morning, and I've done this myself on bad days, on overtime days, on sleepless nights, I get up in the morning and I, I'm exhausted. I have nothing left, nothing left. And I tell myself, you've got to get up. You've got to get up. Come on, keep moving. Keep moving. And you might laugh at me and say, you don't do that. There's no way you're sitting there on the edge of your bed saying, get up, get up. There's no way you're walking around, going to the bathroom, brushing your teeth, and going out and getting your coffee getting yourself ready to walk out the door saying, come on, keep moving, keep moving. But I'm here to tell you after being alive 50 years on this planet, you bet your butt I've done that more than, more than I can count the times. You've got so much energy left in your body after the day is done and what little sleep you can get you're just not recovered 
and where the body and mind fail, the spirit will pick you up. You can convince yourself you can do it. And you just do it. You get up. You keep moving. You keep walking. Come on, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. And I'm not making this up. I've been there. Beaten up bad. From a long work week. Lots of overtime. Lack of sleep. And a long drive in. I can't even remember sometimes what happened two days ago, let alone yesterday. You're so tired you can't even remember anything. Your memories go. It's almost a form of brainwashing yourself by telling yourself, get up, get up, get up. And you know why I do that? Because it's so easy to say, I can't do this. It's so easy to say, I give up. I'm done. I don't have anything left. I give up. I'm a loser. I'm a failure. I can't. I can't. I can't. If you keep saying that, that's what the result will be. If you keep saying, I can't do it, then you won't. Telling yourself you're ugly, stupid, dumb. You're never going to learn. You're never going to see your potential. And it's so easy to fall into these traps because we're human beings and human beings are like that. Our minds are so And the placebo can work both ways. It can work as a sedative and it can work as a stimulant. If you keep telling yourself, give up, lay down, go back to sleep, quit, you're done. The placebo's a negative and a sedative. And you sleep your way through life. But if you tell yourself, I'm getting better, I'm healing, I'm getting stronger, I can do this, I can get up, get up, get up, you can do this, get up, keep moving, keep moving, you can do this, you're almost there, keep going. That same placebo pill, that sugar pill, becomes a stimulant, and it pushes you on, it helps you go forward. If only every morning you woke up and your family member, your spouse, your husband, your wife met you in the kitchen and said, oh, here's a pill I got from the doctor. He said, if you take it every day, you're, you'll heal. If you take it every day, you'll get taller. If you take it every day, you'll get smaller. <laughs> if only we didn't know the magic behind the pill that the placebo is a hollow sugar pill 
that fools our mind into telling our body what to do. But we already know that. You already know that, don't you? You already know that it's just words. But you also know that the sword is never, ever going to be as mighty as the pen. That you can write down your fate or you can resign yourself to destiny. And lay down on the sword. But those of us who choose to live and live a good life, maybe we choose to write our own fate and change our destiny. I've never believed we were preordained or predestined to live a certain life. I think we make decisions every single day that change the trajectory of our life. I think there's a million, billion alternate paths in the course of a human's lifetime. That day you didn't get hit by the bus or you didn't eat that bad piece of seafood. In another world you ate it, you stepped in front of the bus, you slipped on a banana peel, and you expired. But in this world, some course of events, some rewriting of your own history, some force of will, some survival instinct kept you going, kept you alive, kept you going, and kept you getting up, going forward. Keep moving. You can do this. You can do this. Come on, get up. Get up. You can keep going. You're almost there. You're almost there. And it's that easy. It's that easy. I had some very close friends that lived a few houses away from me. I was a young boy, about 7th or 8th grade. And uh, the, the, the children, they, they lost their parents through different reasons. The father died in a car wreck and then a few years later the mother died in, from cancer. And the kids had to move away and to their uncle's house. And I, I wasn't going through one one hundredths of what they were going to going through. They lost their parents. They lost their family. They lost their, their, their safety net, their home. They had to move away from all their friends, from the school that they were used to, from all the people they knew. They had to start a new life. They had to go somewhere with a relative that was or wasn't happy with this situation, but had no choice and took them in. So many things happened to these friends of mine. It always broke my heart. What fate and destiny had in store for them. 
And I always thought, can't they change the equation? Can't they change the outcome? And it bothered me. I felt sad for myself because I lost my friends, and I felt sad because I saw, even from a distance, every time I got got a hold of them, every time we contacted each other, which became less and less frequent as time went on, I felt so sad for them and for myself both. Couldn't things have turned out differently? Couldn't the results have changed? And I know now as an adult that there's some things you can fix and some things you can't. But when you're sitting around, left to your own devices, and everybody says this is the way it is, in that lonely moment of thought and introspective looking at yourself in a mirror, that's when you have to decide, am I going to resign myself to this, or am I going to reach out and try to make things different? In my own case, am I going to try to reach out to my friends, try to keep in touch? Am I going to try to make new friends? Am I going to try to move on with my life? Or am I going to resign myself to this? Am I going to give up? And we both know the answer. You can't give up. There's no such thing. I'm going to lay here and die. Well, guess what? A few hours later, you have to go to the bathroom. You're going to have to get up and go to the bathroom. You're going to have to wet yourself. (laughs) So it's going to be a lot easier if you just get up and go to the bathroom. Right? I'm just going to lay here and die. But a few hours later, your stomach starts to growl. Kind of like mine wants to do right now. Every once in a while. (laughs) There it is. Right on cue. And you got to get up. You got to go get something to eat. You got to get a glass of water to wet your whistle. Your body's going to tell the mind what it needs. The mind has to tell the body, come on, let's go. Let's keep going forward. Let's keep going. Get up. Come on. You're almost there. I know everything I've said today, right now, is just soft words and good thoughts and little platitudes to make you feel better about yourself for a few minutes. But my main objective in this whole talk was to get your mind off of things. To give you even a small sense of relief from what you have to deal with every day, every moment of your life. You let me in. You let me be that placebo that little tiny sugar pill for a half hour and let you find some rest. And if I did that, 
then I accomplish something great. Not for myself, but for you. That's why I did it, for you. Because you are trying so hard to beat this thing that you have. That I will not turn my back on you. I won't quit. And I'm going to keep telling you to get up. Keep going. Go forward. Don't stop. You can do it. Come on, just a little further. You're almost there. You can do this. And I'm going to make you laugh in the meantime and tell you a funny story. Tell you a dumb story. Tell you a sob story. Oh, poor Dr. Andrew Michaels, he lost his childhood friend. He had a toothache. He knows what it's like. He had a toothache. Oh, he passed a kidney stone. He knows all about chronic pain. I don't know everything. I don't know all the things you're going through. But I can see in your face. You could use a little help in hand. And I can also see in your spirit. That you're not giving up. That there's still a little bit of fight left in you. And we're going to get that spark. And we're going to slowly blow a little bit of oxygen into that fire. And we're going to get that flame going again. We're not going to leave you behind. I know if I needed a hand up, you'd give it to me. You'd help me. And just the same, I am not leaving you behind either. Here's my hand. Come on. Get up. Come on, you can do it. You can do this. Keep going. It's only a little bit further. And when we get there, we'll get there together, my friend. And we'll both be better for it. Okay? Alright. Will you get some rest now? And until I see you again, there's my stomach again, right in the middle. We all have our crosses to bear. <laughs> Come on, Tommy, let me finish this up with my cool outro. Turn to my friend and I say, Until I see you again, please have a most blessed day. Okay? Alright. Bye bye. Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tierra de Fuego. Remember to stay tuned for the next episode, coming soon. When you have a moment, please take the time to rate and review this podcast. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library of videos at youtube.com slash Tierra de Fuego. 
The theme song, Atlantis, is by Jason Shaw of Audionautics.com and is used by permission. Correspondence, including questions or requests, may be sent to tirardehuello at gmail.com. On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels, thank you.